Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. Go! We're starting? We're starting. Uh, it's on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our only our third ever live episode, right? Yours and mine second. Yours and mine. Oh, so then it'll be our fourth because we did the... I've done two Theology on Taps. Yes. And then we did that Facebook Live thing, and then now we're doing L.A. Congress. Folks, this is Catholic What's up, stuff. L.A.? This is Catholic stuff you should know. Okay. They didn't get the cue. Yeah. We have uh, <laughs> eight people. Uh, there. This conference has like 100,000 people, and eight people decided to come and spend <laughs> just a little bit with us. So That's because we let them know like an hour ago what we were doing, and only on Facebook and Twitter. And we did promise them Sour Patch Kids. Yes. That's all we have to give you. That and my love. Aw. Actually, I need to put the loom clock closer so you can actually hear it when it goes off. This uh, this conference is off the chain. Like, it is. This is Catholic Disneyland. Catholic Disneyland. Literally across from Disneyland. Yes. We didn't realize how small Anaheim was. And actually, how close is our Anaheim Parish to where we are right now? Three miles. Three miles. Byzantine Anaheim. The name of the church is Annunciation Byzantine. Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church Anaheim. So, all Welcome. y'all, Sunday. We got if you're people. Listening. We got people here from uh, San Diego, Ventura, another San Diego cat. Uh, this cat's from like L.A. originally from Chicago, um, and then am I missing anyone? You got a much better memory than me. Santa oh, Clarita. San, that's right. You're on. You guys didn't sign the sheet. Oh, they were too okay, early. Okay, FYI, folks, this this podcast is going to come out two weeks after, right? Yeah. Oh, never mind. It's on Facebook it's on Live. Facebook Live right now. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> someone may, someone may have brought us bourbon. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, um, this is live, so I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> Amen. So, Father Nathan, how are you? We we flew in. We right. flew in. We had a 5.40 a.m. flight this morning, and uh, so I had to set my alarm for 2 o'clock. I got up at 2.45. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Tell them how and why you got up. Because I called you. No, I wasn't in bed. Oh. I w- sorry, but I, I it, like, my phone, Poverty, is so old, that <laughs> phone, Poverty, that, that my alarm just stopped working oh a few gosh. months ago. So I have a whole different alarm system. <laughs> at What? <laughs> Father Keith Canning just texted me saying, totally watching you live. And Aww. I'm like, Hi, Father is, Keith. This is creepy. <laughs> Hi, Keith. Hi, Hi, Father Keith. Hi, Keith. Um, so you that said that creepy. your alarm didn't go off. It didn't go off. But my second alarm that I have set up for just this reason did go off. Okay. And I jumped out of bed, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and floated into the shower praying the Trisagian prayers. Yep. I'm just kidding. I hit the alarm like 10 times. Okay. It was 2 a.m. So we got up. We got up super early. Yeah. But t- t- <laughs> you have a much better story than that. Well, that's actually the subject oh. of my podcast. Okay. Are you ready okay. to stop the banter? Yeah. Banter uh, done. Okay. So, folks, uh, so far since I've been here, I have totally horned in on the action of Word on Fire. Uh, we went. We got our hats. Uh we met Bishop Barron. I looked him in the eyes. He looked back into my eyes. I couldn't look him into the eyes because I <laughs> thought he was going to know like what I was actually <laughs> thinking, uh, which was, there may have been a time that I dissed you, and I'm totally sorry. We may check to see who has better... I don't think I did that. ...and higher ratings on iTunes. We might. We might. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, People and thought then, you dissed Okay, him. so FYI. Um, if you all want to say a prayer, I don't think any of them are watching right now, but uh, EWTN asked if we had business cards. Okay, EWTN. And I actually said, I think we might be a little too racy for your, for your podcast. And they were like, they were like, oh, no, 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 no. You guys, and I was like, they're like, you have a business card? I was like, we have Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> you can have as many as you want. I printed can up a poster. A, I printed you, up our logo last night. So we could so we could be official. That I went is to Kinko's, a, and I asked for blue paper, and I printed our logo on it. Uh, I, I expected this to actually be pretty nice. It is honestly. Nice. You did more. You did more than I did. Yeah, and I brought Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, I'm just. And I brought the loom clock, which is gonna go off in like. You and know, I, bu- I brought our flags. 
Yep. No, I'm not saying you didn't do enough. I'm just saying, like, people are asking, like, here we go. Harumph. Do you hear that? <laughs> yeah. All right, we're at high noon, uh, Catholic Congress, L.A. Congress, yes. whatever. Um, but then it's actually really funny because I start going up to these booths, and I'm like, uh, so thank you for what you do, you know, like, really appreciate it. And she's like, oh, who are you with? I'm like, well, I'm kind of with the Byzantine eparchy, and because they look at my name tag, and then they're like, uh, but you don't look Byzantine. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just out here doing a podcast booth. Supporting a friend. And then they're like, it's what? I'm like, good. No one knows about us. This is awesome. So, anywho. Only the coolest people know about us. I guess. Um, yeah. So, what were we talking Oh, so EWTN. They asked if we have business cards, and I was like, no. But there's a part of me, like literally a part of me, that wants to be on um, because my grandmother, back in the day whenever I, I joined Focus, did I tell this story? I don't think so. When I joined Focus, uh, I called, the first person I called to ask money from was my grandma. She's always been in my corner. She always loved me. She's turbo Catholic. I was like, she will love the fact that I'm a missionary. And I said to her, I was like, Grandma, I'm going to become a Focus missionary. I'm raising my own salary. I give her the whole pitch. And then I'm like, so can you support me in this endeavor? And she goes, Nathan, you know that I love you. I give all of my money to EWTN <laughs> and the Indians because we stole their land. And she's from That's Italy. That's true. She's from Italy. <laughs> hey, some of them were Italians. Yeah. So, uh, are we ready to jump in? Yeah. I, can we talk about donations yet or no? No. no. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Just go. So, Father Nathan has something very deep to talk about. No, I mean, like, okay, you guys have heard... We kept it on the DL before. Um, we almost got sued. Um, we didn't get sued. Thanks be to God, probably because a lot of you were praying. Um, and uh, so now we became a nonprofit. Uh, it's not official yet. Father John still has like things that he wants me to do, like a task list. So it'll probably be like another six years before I get around to like reading all of his emails. Um, but as soon as we get a bank account and like. PayPal and sign some bylaws, we will be a nonprofit, which means that uh, we will be able to accept donations, which hopefully won't simply be for our podcast, but could be for burgeoning other podcasts that are starting yeah. for the poor and for other. And, and we have volunteers that put a lot more time into this than we do. Like, right. like like editors right. and tech people and things like that that do this for the love of the ministry, but it would be nice to say, hey, look, we're, we're making some money that we don't need, thank God, and we're going to give a little bit to you, and we're going to help other bridging podcasts. FYI, if you can look over to my right, like, yeah. keep it super quiet, but uh, uh, that's the bishop, the former bishop of uh, your eparchy? That's, yeah, Bishop is Gerald the, Dino. I can't, I can't see. Is the other one behind me? Bishop Emeritus, uh, no. Nope, okay. B that's, Bishop Emeritus, that's Bishop Theodore. Gerald Dino, one of my favorite men, grandpa number two. I don't have any more living grandpas, so he's kind of like my grandpa. Yep. He, he loves me so much. I love him so much. I was so, so sad when he retired. Bishop John Pazak, the tall guy in the corner, is my new bishop. New, new bishop of the Holy Protection of Mary, Byzantine at the Eparchy of Phoenix. Yep. Check us out. And at some point, they'll get a bishop that's right in the middle height. <laughs> I know. Bishop, bishop Goldilocks. <laughs> All right. So. You know what? Let's say we should say bye to the Facebook people just so that yeah, poor please. John. Like, you are freaking Thank me you, out, John people, Carney, right now. Thank you, John Carney, for Word on Fire for being our video guy up until yeah, this so point. Right we now, right it. now, we've we've conscripted a, a, a Word on Fire uh, employee by the name of John Carney <laughs> who just got married in January nice. uh, to, what's her name? What's her name? Emily Carney. Emily? I think it's Emily. Emily. Emily it's Carney. It's really loud in here, people. It is. Um, if you would like, on behalf of us, to assist the Carneys with their wedding registry, uh, they love <laughs> bourbon. They love <laughs> bourbon. And John, John is so do. poor because he works so hard for his wife, who's a lawyer. Um, <laughs> and uh, he would love a, a, a portion from the king's table. So Amen. thank you. The fact that you are live right now is completely freaking me out, especially because, <laughs> like, I just think some security guard's going to come over and be like, you guys are out of here. Uh, well, yeah, I know. It's, it's apple it's juice. Fine. It's apple juice. It's fine. On the rocks. I don't want to talk about this right now. <laughs> 
there's like there's like impressionable Asian women over here. I'm like, I do not want to scandalize a lot of people. We're gonna edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, if you take a video of it. I'm, am I wrong? All right. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Bye, Facebook. Thank you. So, you have to find out the topic in a couple weeks. I am weeks. sweating profusely. Will you turn off that camera? Oh my gosh. Right here. All right. Here we go. All right. Topic. God bless you, John. Thank you. John. You're welcome to stay here if you want. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I literally can't oh, breathe right now. I didn't right know now. it stored it. Okay. Awesome. We're still recording, though. <laughs> I know. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking to him. The okay. fact that it's thank live. Thank you, John. The fact that it li it's live <laughs> that means see that your it, face. Go it goes out to all of the world. I know. There's I know. no edits. I know. Like, I could completely screw this up. I know. If the cops come, we'll just... Chug it. I'm not saying the You've cops. been in high school. I'm saying like, um, I'm saying like if I, whatever. <laughs> I don't, we've never had we have people. A very holy we've never topic had, okay, we up. have recorded live before, but yes. never with an audience. So By the way, I love your agape tattoo. I just saw that. Yeah, that's beautiful. I think that's agape. Hannah. That's Hannah. Is that Hannah? Are you Hannah? Yeah. Hannah, I like your agape tattoo. Yeah, awesome. she explained to me all of her ink, and I was like, "You should get to know Andrea Polito." Yeah, I specifically said Andrea. I was gonna say her name's anyway. Anyways, all right, I'll to the topic. We are not going over an hour. <laughs> I know that all of you people. <laughs> Apparently, it says he totally cut out with you smelling your armpit. So. <laughs> it's pretty normal. It's pretty normal. All right. Um, so we are not going over an hour. I don't know when we started, um, but, but we're going to jump right in. Oh, right? 11 minutes. We're only 11 minutes in. It, this feels like forever. It does. But now now we're we're normal. Can I, can I like, turn around so I don't see these people? What's the name <laughs> of that, what's the name of that uh, artist that doesn't uh, show Banksy. her face whenever she records? Oh. Sia, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just put, put your hat down like this. <laughs> I love that song. Anyways, I put a, um, okay. I put a sour patch kid in my mouth, and I'm chewing in the mic. I'm like the only one of the four of us that has not done that, and I just did it. This feels like seventh Get grade. Get these away from this me. This feels like seventh grade. Whenever I was like too nervous to talk in front of girls, <laughs> so like. If, anyways, they're all welcome. All right, so to to the topic. Um, I I got a phone call last night. Um, I was coming home from the Archbishop. Hello. One of our oldest listeners ever. I love that lady. Seriously. She just walked up, took a sour patch kid, like elbowed people out of the way and walked she off. She don't care. She don't care. Ain't nobody got time for that. Get my way, my blood sugar's low. Um, the uh, so I got a phone call last night. I was with um, I was with the archbishop and all of the young clergy for the uh, my second to last ever uh, young clergy gathering. I cannot wait. You're no longer young. Yeah, forever young. Um, so anyways, like I was dealing with that, whatever, going home. I told myself, go to bed early because you're going to have to get up at 3 o'clock in order to get you know, to the airport, whatever. Father Michael, for some reason, was going to drive all the way 30 minutes to the west in order to drive with me 40 minutes to the east. That's uh, how much I love you. He was I was also going to make sure you're awake. That would have been problematic. <laughs> Anyways, I was, I was up, but I got a phone call last night from one of our parishioners, um, the Ambrose family, Pat and Sarah, um, and Sarah asked if I could come out to her, uh, to the hospital because they just had a son by the name of Tobias, um, and he was wearing like a glow bright jacket because he had jaundice, uh, uh. so he's like rolling around in like a like a neon zoot suit that's awesome and they came to mass and like i kind of blessed him from a distance and she's like you can come closer i'm like <laughs> i don't want to break him oh um so anyways uh eventually they found a heart murmur in this kid and she said will you come out and baptize him and i was like well i can uh but they'd already called a chaplain so you know like if you get a call in the middle of the night sometimes it's hard to stop the process of uh, somebody else going out. So I was like, why don't you... Oh my gosh. <laughs> Lie! <laughs> Anyways. Uh, 
it seriously feels like high school. Like at any point, like you know, Principal Skinner is going to come out of nowhere and be like, "You're out of here." Um, so, um, so they called and said, uh, "We want you to baptize our kid." I said, "Why don't you wait for the chaplain? If he doesn't, if he doesn't come out, I'll go." So then I said, "Call me because I'm a heavy sleeper, um, and uh, like I'm not going to hear a text." Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but, like, if somebody texts me in the middle of the night, they have to text me, like, 16 times yeah. before I eventually wake up. Yeah. Like, somebody asked me, they're like, do you realize you snore? I'm like, I don't sleep with anyone else, <laughs> so I don't realize anything while I'm asleep. My mom said that. She, when we found out my dad had sleep apnea. She said, like, this might be genetic. All of you need to talk to your spouse about making sure how they breathe at night. And then she looked at me. She's like, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I'm like, I know. I'll just die. I'm good. Well, anyways, good life. Um, so I said, call me. She texts me at 3 o'clock. I mean, she texted me at 1.45. I didn't get it. Wake up at 3 when my alarm went off and realized they still need somebody to go out to baptize their kid. Yeah. Call Father Michael. Say, hey, dude, you should drive out to Children's Hospital. That's where I'm going. And you can, uh, we can drive from the airport from there. Yep. So I go in and... It's literally the most simple act because it's an emergency baptism. Yeah. This is not like, hey, could you come and like uh, pray with me because I have a major life decision? Could you come and uh, bless these uh, houses? Or you can't rosary? really mess it up. Well, you would think. You shouldn't be able to mess it up. You shouldn't be able to mess it up. So I'm like, okay, I've got a stole and water. Yeah. And so I go into Children's Hospital, um, and uh, I have to go through the whole rigmarole of, like, you know, who are you? Why are you here? I have to take my picture. You know, they said, what is your first and last name? I said, Father Nathan. You know? <laughs> because I'm like, I don't, ain't nobody got a time for this. Like, this kid could die, and I don't, I don't want to be screwing around up here. So anyways, uh, I eventually get up to the room, and uh, it turns out uh, my former receptionists from Cabrini's son is the charge nurse oh. on that floor. Wow. So like at some point I just broke. I was like, alright, uh, I am not about business right now. Like yeah. like this is somehow a communal event. Yeah. So then I get all the way up there and I'm like, I don't have any water. As you said, right? Right. Yeah. You just had to get out of the tap of the room or Well like with with Nick have you ever been in a NICU? Yeah. It's the closest thing to being in maximum security prison yeah. that I've ever been in. Yeah. Like, they kind of look at you like, who are you? Why are you here? Have you ever been to the Middle East? Um, are you, have you ever <laughs> coughed? you visit a farm? <laughs> have you ever coughed in your life? You know? And I'm just like, I'm good. Okay? And uh, so anyways, they, they finally let me in, swipe me in, and uh, I said, I don't have any water. So they get me sterilized... Similac? Oh. Is that what it's called? Similac? Like to like, drink? But like, but it was just the water. Oh, okay. So that you could mix it with uh, the formula. Right, right. Okay? So uh, they give me like a, a little bottle, and I bless it, and then go to baptize this kid, right? Right. And uh, little uh, Tobias John Ambrose. Amen. Which, as you said, like, is just a litany of saints right yeah. there. <laughs> So I baptize Tobias John Ambrose, and it literally goes by before I even have a chance to think about it. Yeah. I'm like, did that actually happen? Like, did I do it? Yeah. Did I do it right? They were, like, live streaming it to their godparents. Oh. And I was like, I wonder if the godparents are like, that dude just totally <laughs> screwed that whole thing up. You know? And I, like, played it back in my head, and it was like, no, I definitely said, Tobias John, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And the relief that entered into the mother and the father, uh, Pat and Sarah, um, they, they honestly just were, like, at peace. Yeah. Because regardless of what the outcome was, if you can pray retroactively, he's having heart surgery tomorrow, um, he's got a heart murmur, etc. Um, but uh, they just were at peace because they were like, we know that he's secure. Yeah. And I've never, I haven't never, I've never had this happen before. 
But have you ever heard of an ejaculatory prayer? Yeah. Where like all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you just say something yeah. that actually makes total sense. Sorry, right. Bishop. <laughs> that was the Bishop. <laughs> um, uh, I said uh, to them, they were so at peace yeah. that I said, God mounts his throne to shouts of joy, hmm. a blare of trumpets for the Lord. Amen. Do you remember that? Do you know that verse? I didn't even look I it know up. it's in the Bible. Can somebody look that up? I'd be awesome if we had, like, you know, like, phone a friend. So, so you didn't even know what you were saying. You just said, like, say it, it again? It just immediately came to mind. God? God mounts his throne to shouts of joy, a okay. blare of trumpets for the wow. Lord. Amen. Sounds like a psalm. Sounds like a psalm. Psalm, psalm 37. Psalm 47. Psalm 47. That's beautiful. i got to figure out what that is. Yeah. Do you have it there? This is Melissa. She's like doing all of our research. Sweet. <laughs> we got a Bible nice. instead of instead of like the whatever. All right. Psalm so forty-seven. From what I know about it, this Bible's upside down. Thanks a lot. <laughs> um, uh, the uh, <laughs> this. Dude, oh no! What did I do? No. Uh, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> this dude, <laughs> Kyle, just gave me his Bible, and I looked, and one of the things is First Chronic. <laughs> Number one chronic by Dr. Dre. We're not in Colorado anymore. You can't say that out loud. Exactly. Yeah. So anyways, God mounts his throne to shouts of joy, a blare of trumpets for the Lord. Do you recognize that from any particular liturgy? That's kind of what the priest says in the Byzantine liturgy when he's going back to sit on his throne for the epistle. He blesses the bishop's throne and, and says, not, it's not that psalm. Well, it might be that psalm, just different translation, but... We'll give a yeah. shout-out. Does anybody recognize that from any particular liturgy? What? That psalm, God mounts his throne to shouts of joy? Huh? Easter, Easter close. Ep Episcopal ordination? Ascension. Ascension. Nice. Where the humanity of Christ is elevated into the heavens, and now our humanity is seated, glorified at the right hand of the Father. Yeah. This is the actual psalm. Clap your hands, all you people. Smack it! <laughs> Clap your hands, all you peoples. First chronic. The global translation. Shout to God with loud songs of joy for the Lord. The Most High is awesome. A great king over all the earth. He subdues peoples under us and nations under our feet. He chose our heritage for us, the pride of Jacob he loves. God has gone out. I can't even read. God has gone. Gone. God has gone up with a shout. The Lord with the shout of a trumpet. Sing praise to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our king. Sing praises for God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with a song. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. The princes of the people gather as the people of the God of Abraham for the shields of the earth belong to God. He is highly exalted. So what do you think that Thank means you, in the context of a baptism? For me, it was honestly like the closest I've come to like just speaking a word. Yeah. You know, like where it's just like they were so happy. Yeah. And I've never associated that with it. You know, there is something about the the rejoicing of the angels. I mean, the the the, the trumpets is the trumpets in a way is the rejoicing of the angels. I mean, that's what they used to announce Christ. Mm. There there now there's a new initiated soul into the life of the church through that baptism. I mean, there probably are, we, we express through human terms, you know, this, this sense of trumpets announcing something, announcing the arrival of heralds. a very important person. Yeah. yeah, like heralds. Yeah, exactly. Heralding the arrival of a new soul into the body of Christ. Yeah. And I haven't even unpacked this because literally this happened at 3 o'clock this morning. I'm glad you remembered it, though. That's beautiful. It was profound. Yeah. Like, I was totally shocked. Yeah. Um, and almost moved to tears. Yeah. And actually, as I drove away, um, so, like, we did the whole baptism, whatever else, and then after I got in my car and I was heading to the airport, like, I, I almost began weeping because thinking about how good God is. Yeah. And the reality is we are betrothed to enemies of God. Yeah. Like, we are betrothed to, frankly, the devil. Okay. Because of sin. Right. Like, our parents sold our birthright. They, they, 
they separated us from from heaven right and we are inheritors of sin but that is not the way we were created right we were created in the image and likeness of God and we were created to glorify God yeah. um, and so the throne for me is the rightful place where the seat of God is yeah and that throne is vacant in the unbaptized soul yeah and I, I when you were saying that I thought the throne is the cross I mean, he ascended the cross yeah. to save us, and of course, baptism is a participation in the cross and resurrection of Christ. But I, I've always had this image, like being being Byzantine, I need to I need to be looking at something that looks like Jesus when I pray, and especially like during the liturgy, I need it. I need an image in my head, and so. In the Byzantine liturgy, you're always facing the cross, so there's this cross, icon of the cross on which Christ is crucified, and I always imagined kind of the throne of God is a the cross he was crucified on, covered in blood, literally realistic cross. That cross was then taken down and made into a chair, into a throne. Yeah. And the throne of God is the bloody cross. I mean, it is. It is. He ascended the cross, as he says, like the serpent was raised in the desert with Moses. He ascended the cross. He died for us. He rose. But there's still even in his resurrected body, of course, there's the wounds because they're almost like bragging wounds, boasting wounds. Like, look, look, I have these wounds in my hands and my feet. Out. Exactly. I, look, look what I did for you. And like, I, I've always seen that as kind of, those are our flaws. We all have our flaws. You know, my head's too big. My legs are too skinny. I'm too bald. I've been meaning to tell you that. <laughs> I know. The, the, those are my personal insecurities, right? Everyone so, talks about it. <laughs> Don't worry. So, you, so like, you I'm going to get to heaven. You can, you can speak of my flaws now. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> I'm gonna get to heaven, and I'm not gonna care that my, care that my head's too big. You're gonna have a glorified I'm head. <laughs> I already have a glorified head. That's the problem, right? And you know, it's like all, all these things, and it's like, but these will be the moments of these insecurities are what right. Jesus used to save you. Jesus, is like my weaknesses are how I saved you. Your insecurity, whatever you're insecure about, is what I used to save you. You use those yeah. for the ascetical practice of self-sacrifice, of self-gift, and I used those things that you handled as eloquently as you can in order to save your soul wow yeah i mean that's that's beautiful i mean the especially the aspect of the throne of god is is suffering you yeah. know and and the cross is that's where he reigns that's yeah. where he reigns from but in some way he is glorified and suffering right he is yeah uh he is magnificent and resurrected and yet still with wounds um so in this child like in this little baby who like is hooked up to like five different machines he's got tubes coming out of everywhere i am afraid to like douse him in water so yeah. i literally just pour it into the bottle cap and then like pour it over his yeah. head That's all god, you need. god enters he rushes into this person yeah as the rightful place where uh, God should be. Like we are we are made in the image and likeness of God. We are creatures of God and yet we are made the sons and daughters of God. He takes up his rightful place in our soul. Like his throne is actually a place from which he should be. Like Father Mason Fraley came over the other day and uh, we watched Return of the King. Uh, so I hadn't even read. I he's been reading all of the books, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, etc. And then we literally spent like three hours doing mystery science theater <laughs> on you know the whole movie, like nice. making fun of it, oh. until the point where like it comes to the part where he reigns, yeah. like like uh, Aragorn assumes his rightful place, mm. and there's actually a beautiful peacefulness to that because it's like. We want there to be a king who will rule forever. Yeah. The whole drama right now in America is that the former king is no longer ruling. Right. And now we have a new king that is ruling, and some people are happy and some people are sad. Um, and, uh, and it's like, at some point, there will be a king who is the rightful heir to the throne, and he will reign. Yeah. And in a mysterious way, he's already reigning in all of our souls who are baptized yeah but that's an interesting point he's also suffering yeah in every soul who is baptized 
I think that there's that's the beautiful gift of suffering because everybody suffers. Like there, there's so many there's so many times when you say this person is holier than me, wealthier than me, better looking than me, has a better personality than me. All these things that that can vary from person to person. I told you that person. in confidence. <laughs> <laughs> but we all suffer. Every single human being suffers. It, it's something very common to us. And the fact that Jesus took on our humanity and took on something that we all do, namely suffering, and then conquered it. And so that suffering could become sacrifice. Sacrifice is just suffering with a point, yeah. suffering with an end, suffering with a goal. So we were all there. There's, there's a certain like communal poverty and communal wealth with suffering right and so whether it's parents suffering because they had a child that they're worried about goes going into surgery i'm suffering because my girlfriend dumped me i'm suffering because i just you know snapped my back in a car accident whatever it is all of these are suffering and there's always the ability within that suffering to make it redemptive through the participation in christ allowing it to be part of his own sacrifice so and it, it, we don't see suffering as a gift but it absolutely is St. John Paul showed that so incredibly when he yeah. said, like, I'm, I'm going to suffer and I'm going to let everybody watch me die. Everybody. Yeah. The, the, the square was full of people that watched him die and watched him suffer till the end. It was just, you know, non-Christians don't get that. And but it's and Christians don't get that. We should get that, you know. But there's something so beautiful about the gift of suffering that Christ says, you suffer with me, in me, by me, for me, etc. And then it is in that suffering that we have an egalitarianism and equal equality among all of us but we don't focus on those things we focus on the other things unfortunately but suffering is a gift if used wisely eloquently and therefore admitted that we don't do it well and so yeah. we surrender to Christ to do it well well and i think it's interesting too because i mean i've always heard this passage about like we are temples of the holy spirit yeah and it's like okay temples of the holy spirit i get it and i don't actually get it um, I don't understand it, but I've heard that passage. I've heard that, you know, repeated over and over. And, like, it was actually today in that little child who is getting ready to endure, like, the passion, the suffering. But he won't know it. Yeah. But God is already suffering in him and with him. Yeah. Um, and then the, the, the point being um, that I totally lost it. Whatever. Well, I'll, I had experience, a similar experience. I had oh the temple. Sorry. Okay. So then, God is in his, God is in His temple. Yeah. We believe that in the temple, people came and worshipped the living God. Right. Um, and then at some point, that temple like was destroyed, and that temple was lost the spirit of God. And yet, in baptism, like we have with us a walking and interacting temple of glory yeah. and God is reigning on his throne from our very hearts yeah. so that when I encounter another person who is whether suffering or delightful um, or you know just another Christian I am encountering another person who is a temple of God and God is reigning and kings have to deal with a whole lot sometimes they're in battle Sometimes they're by themselves. Sometimes they're at peace. Sometimes they're they're seeking uh, reconciliation with other whatever. And like the fact that God is reigning, this King of Glory, this crucified King of Glory, in our hearts, like just makes me thankful because it means I don't have to do a whole lot. Just by right. being, just by this child being baptized, he didn't have to make a statement of faith. He didn't have to. You know, like make a donation to the Our Lady of Lords Capital campaign, which you all could. Um, like he just has to be, and that's really that's. I'm just very grateful for that. Yeah, I, I had a, a similar experience to what you had, but I we knew the baby was going to die, and they were friends of mine. They were parishioners, and uh, Rebecca and Charbel Dussault, you know, they 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 knew that they were going to have a child that was going to die within whether right after birth or within an hour of birth. It just had so many issues that as soon as it started breathing using its actual you know, lungs, it was gonna die. And so I literally sat outside the room at Children's and as soon as the baby was born, the doctor himself came running out. My father, I went running in there, baptized the baby, and then like just stood there for an hour 
The baby lasted two hours. I wasn't there when the baby died, but it was this incredible, like looking at this baby's, looking at this baby's eyes. It, it looked normal. It looked healthy. Like you couldn't, you just looked at this child, knowing it was going to die within the next couple hours. And I said, like, you being baptized just participated in the death and resurrection of Christ in the same way I will, the same way I will. But I'm going, God willing, going to live 80 to 90 years, and I'm going to suffer so much. I'm going to have so many joys, so many sorrows, so many frustrations, so many, you know, moments of being close to damnation, so many moments of being, just participating in theosis and in heaven. And you're going through all of that in two hours. What I'm going to go through in 80 years, you're going through the exact same process of being saved by our Lord in an hour or two. Yeah. And it was just like looking into this eyes saying, I'm going to ideally be with this child for all eternity in heaven. Yeah. And what stories are we going to share of our Lord saving him yeah. in that short period of time and taking 80 years to save me? You know, yeah. it was beautiful. Yeah. And actually, as I was driving away, I was just thinking about it because um, so Pat and Sarah are uh, the daughter and son-in-law of Mary and Perry Glenn, who, uh, just to totally embarrass her, Mary is the one that came up to me last week and showed me that she had pinned her blouse. Oh. Pinned her blouse because she was like, I'm just making sure that I'm not going to scandalize you, Father. (laughs) After listening to the podcast? And I actually... (laughs) And I, I actually said... I've seen worse. Um, so, um, anyways, the uh, um, but so Mary and Perry listen. Uh, so this is their grandchild. Wow. So and I am the pastor of St. Joan of Arc, which means and they're my parishioners, so I'm kind of their father. Right. So that means that we, Father Michael, are great, great grandparents. Amen. Right? Great grandparents. I dig it. Great. We are, wait, let's do that again. That, we'll edit at this. That means, Father Michael, we are great grandparents. High five. Hey, yo. Yeah. Okay, that was a lamer high five. <laughs> awesome. Thanks a lot. In you're front so, of people. You're supposed to look at the elbow. I know. No, I look, look at, at the elbow. No, look. I look at the bottom of the hand. That always works. I, I, I don't, I'm usually better at this, but yeah. I don't look at the elbow. I just go for it. So, okay. Anyways. Grandparents um, are great grandparents. I'm just, I'm so grateful. I want I want Tobias to live for as long as he possibly can so that I can tell him I baptized <laughs> you with a Similac bottle cap. Okay? Like awesome. it was three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like watching your mother hold you was honestly one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. Because uh, the grandma was holding the child and the mom was like I would she didn't even she didn't even like say can I? It was like I would like to, well, she kind of said, but it's like, I will be holding the child for the baptism Mm. because she wanted to be so close to him. And after it was done, it was like watching her and in even her husband exhale and just be like, thanks be to God. Like we're completely in the will of God. And granted, if I wouldn't have made it, like that child would still be saved. They had a baptism of desire. And then God would be like, why did you sleep an hour (laughs) instead of going out there? And I'm like... Just give me another 500 years of purgatory. <laughs> like, I know I deserve it. Um, so, but knowing now that, that that the child is in existence and forever participating in the glory of the Trinity and has some kind of access and God has some kind of access to him, like all those cobwebs on that throne are just wiped away and it's former glory yeah. that it once had is now restored because God is dwelling in him. I like that. It's beautiful. So, anyways, yeah. anything else? No, I think that was They're great. ready to go. Bye, guys. Wait, wait. Listeners That's right. are running away. No, no, Melissa Colombo and Hannah Youngworth are running away. Bye. They've got better things to do. And Hannah has the agape tattoo that I like so much. That's right. They are, uh, one is a youth minister at St. Teresa of Carmel, probably in San Diego. True. <laughs> uh, and the other one is the director of ministries. Are you guys hungry? I can't read, better, better, I can't read lips. Go. I literally. <laughs> Just say Student you're hungry. Ministries. Say Student you're ministries hungry. at University of California, San Diego. Yeah. So God yeah. bless you. Thank you, Thank guys. Thank you for what you do. Thanks Honestly, for hanging out. God bless you. Someone, someone's walking around with a Catholic cemeteries and mortuaries back. Actually, a lot of people are. <laughs> they creepy. must be giving those away. Uh, sorry, any last thoughts? 
Uh, no, it was beautiful. Let's finish there before I mess this up. You're so sweet. <laughs> Are you gonna read all the names for shoutouts or what? Yeah. Okay. Because I, my guess is tomorrow we're gonna have a ton of people that come up later. That's true. All right. First and foremost, right? Do you know who gets the first shout-out? Cowboy. Cowboy. Cowboy! Yeah. That's right. He's right behind us. Okay, I'm going to butcher his He name. may have provided the apple Mo- juice Mo- on the rocks. Maori. Maori. Ah. <laughs> he provided us with apple juice. We're going to mispronounce every name on purpose. Chris Cowboy Maori met us with, hang on, Maddie Hebert. 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 <laughs> Phonetics people. Maddie Hebert and one other girl, Sarah. They actually met us at the registration booth with sister. Jean Marie. Her. Yes. yes. Um, And they were the first to welcome us to the LA Congress. Yeah. And as it turns out, Chris, a.k.a. Cowboy, a.k.a. (laughs) Stud Bag, um, he he was the one that went up to Bishop Gerald. Last year? Yeah. And said, why isn't Father Michael here? He has a podcast. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, anyways. So we're here. So we're here. Yeah. Uh, in part because he invited us. You guys uh, high-five much better than we did just now. Yeah. <laughs> By the way. It's kind of like. Uh, <laughs> hey, look at the elbow. <laughs> what is that What is that Acts of the Apostles thing where, like, they have a vision where they're like, come over to us. You know what I'm talking about? Like, St. Paul no has a vision of, like. Like the Macedonians or something being like, come over to us. And then he's like, I had this dream. I'm supposed to go over there. Oh. Okay. That's kind of cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. Cowboy mm-hmm. is this vision. <laughs> Foretold in Acts of the Apostles. Yeah. That's right. Are you right. dating anyone, cowboy? <laughs> cowboy single. Cowboy single. I'm pretty sure Patrick Carter is still single. I don't know, maybe. Cowboy is the only dude at the entire L.A. Congress wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> like, the rest of the people just have a bunch of scapulars on. Yeah. So, by the way, speaking of Patrick Carter, I think we, uh, I, I thought of a good t-shirt idea. Once we have swag, I'm, we're going to have on there, hashtag, you never shoot a Roman candle at a woman. I think it'll just but really that's confuse just a people. that you leave your life by. <laughs> do you want to do any of these? I, I'll, I'll mispronounce them worse than you will. Whatever. Okay, so Kyle and Kylie, who are actually here in front of the booth, yes. uh, I had a wonderful conversation with them. They are United States Naval Lieutenants, um, and they're from San Diego. God bless them. Um, he asked a very profound question that I thought I gave a rather eloquent and thoughtful answer to. And then I went to Bishop Barron's booth and said to him, like, I asked him a similar question. And Bishop Barron directly contradicted me. Said the exact opposite. No! <laughs> and he bought it. Not yeah. that one. He, st- he didn't. I know, but he didn't write the forward to that one. I'll buy that one off you. <laughs> Kyle and Kylie teach uh, RCA. Do you know where? Oh, that's right. St. Martin of Tours. <laughs> They're RCA director. I told him that's cool because St. Martin of Tours is a patron of soldiers. Yeah. All right. Julie Dugan, who's still here. Um, she is a theology teacher. She gave us a wonderful idea for a podcast that will be done before the end of the school year. I promise you. Wow. She is a theology teacher at St. Bonaventure's in Ventura, California. All right. She wants to give a shout out to Ginger, her mom, because <laughs> uh, her mom Who put actually her listens. onto the podcast. So yeah. uh, Ginger is listening somewhere. Okay, <laughs> somewhere Ginger is like. Riding on a treadmill and saying what's up. Okay, Deacon Paul Pasquera. He was awesome. He's not here. He was was a good dude. That guy was ripped. Almost as ripped as the Word on Fire bouncers. So, like, the Word on Fire uh, booth actually had bouncers. Were that what they were? Well, I I get it. They take take questions. They do recordings, whatever. Exactly. Like, like this dude Cowboys, you're our bouncer, by the way. Cowboys are bouncer. Yeah. That's right. Bite anyone. Watch it. Yeah, I see you. That will serve you perfect. 
We are getting Any a lot of weird looks from people passing by. Like, shouldn't should I know who these guys are? Yeah, you but should. They just look confused. Anyways, and they keep on going. <laughs> Deacon Paul is the uh, is the campus minister at USC Caruso Catholic Center at Our Savior Parish, nice. which is the Catholic Center at University of Southern California. Okay, have you ever seen Princess Bride? Yes. That to me sounds like the peak of despair. <laughs> Don't even try to escape. Pool's much too thick. Exactly. Right. Um, I have no idea if they if they. I mean, my guess is they're actually wonderful people. Yeah. But like, what they have to deal with on campus. Yeah. I yeah. It's rough. It's bad. So God bless, God bless you, you Deacon. Is yeah. it bad? No, it's great. Oh, it's great. The Catholic Center is. Well, I, that's what I mean. Like, the I mean, Center they're in the middle of the pit of despair. Yeah. So. That's why they're so cool. Well, yeah. God bless you. Deacon Paul was super excited to see us, and he chastised me for being off the air for 10 months while he was working at UPS and had nothing to listen to. And I said, uh, hello, Lilith Fair 99 on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot, we can't sing songs anymore. That's right, we'll get sued. We just we're gonna get sued for that. Goodness. I'm sorry. Right, if Becca, we're off the air for another ten months, it's because Father Nathan was singing little It's because I'm songs. an indentured servant to <laughs> a certain, you know, whatever. Uh, we already said hello to Melissa and Hannah. Yes. Caitlin and Ina uh, from, uh, they're both unofficial youth, youth ministers. Leaders. Yes. Right. Youth ministers. Um, yes. And then uh, Adam, who left, he was not super interested. He, he was a very <laughs> good guy. Adam Cross from St. Rose of Lima. Yep. He gave us a shout out to William Gunnawin. Uh, he was the musician at St. Rose of Lima nice. in San Diego. Play well, William. Is that right? I don't know. Somewhere in California. Oh, Simi, Simi Valley. Valley. Nice job. Is that Thank near you, San Julie. Diego? Oh, near where you... Okay. Uh, it's in California. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, sorry. And, and I forgot to mention, Chris and Maddie uh, and Sarah are from St. Kateri Tekawitha Parish. Nice. In Anaheim. Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita. Oh. I'm like 164th Mohawk. There you go. Deacon candidate Jonathan Dean. What? Shout out. Yes. What's up, dude? Yeah. Hello. Good friend of mine. He just he just wandered into the podcast. Okay. This is Father Nathan Goble. What's up? This is the Father Nathan Goble. Oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> All right, folks. Before we do something stupid. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, Tony Cancellosi. Oh, that's right. Tanya. My parishioner, Tanya, who's awesome, and she's here, and she doesn't listen to the podcast militantly. Yeah, but she'll militantly listen, doesn't she'll listen, listen to the podcast. To her shout out because she's vain. <laughs> she will like. She'll walk up to you and shake your hand. I don't listen to the podcast. I'm like, whatever, Tanya. Great. So anyway, Tanya Cangelosi, if you're listening, shout out to you. Thanks for all you did. She volunteered for this whole thing. She helped set it up. She hung up our flags. Etc. for Thank the you, uh, podcast little booth here. Thank you to the Byzantine Eparchy. Yes. Literally. Bishop John um, Pazak, Holy Protection of Mary Byzantine Catholic Eparchy of Phoenix, who got us out here, got us a place to stay. We're sitting in their booth. Come visit us if you are uh, somehow witnessing this outside of space and oh time. Oh, my gosh. Are we, are we over an hour? No, we're 47 okay, we're minutes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is that right. everything? I'm good. On, oh, I, I got to give one more shout out. All right. Can you talk for a second? Yeah. Sorry. Did I did I talk too we'll, much we'll, in this one? No. Am I fat? No. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> like they say that radio ads like you're five so, pounds. You're so proud of being fat. I am kind of. It takes effort. That's I've right. got kind of a kind of a belly. I'm working on my belly. Coach. Working Coach. on belly. Okay. Uh, did you have anything? I don't. Go ahead. All right. So last weekend, I mean, just do it. Okay. So last weekend I was at Mountain Madness, which is our youth eighth grade, you know, like, uh, you know, conference, whatever. Um, and uh, we were there to hear confessions, whatever. So I show up to get my room key, and um, the, uh, the lady says, Father Nathan, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, do you need, do you need dinner? Do you need whatever? I was like, no, I'm good. Okay. 
So then I start walking away because she goes, are you here to pick up your parish's brochures? And I'm like, I didn't even know my parish was going to this. That's how oh. good of a father I am. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so then she uh, so then she goes, Father Nathan, one more thing. And I start to roll my eyes because I'm like, I get it. Confessions are at 9 o'clock. We here till 11 o'clock. I have a hotel room. This isn't rocket science. And she hands me... She hands me a paper bag. She hands me a paper bag Puke that bag? nobody else had. Oh. Uh, full of Maker's Mark 46. Oh. Um, and uh, she didn't tell me. Well, she told me her name, but it was in the middle of a bunch of people, and I didn't want to make it like a huge deal yeah. that like I'm at a youth <laughs> conference and somebody <laughs> just gave me bourbon. But that's amazing. Um, but she left. What did you do? You're you're fine. Look just what keep you on. did. Anyways. Um, you're such a disease. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, she left a receipt in the bag. So uh, to Ooh. Monica Breyer, um, who is a school teacher in Erie, Colorado. She told me her husband's name, but I forget it. Um, Monica, you gave me the best stipend for hearing <laughs> confessions I have ever received in my life. Yes. Um, and then the funny thing was you did it right in front of the vicar general of our diocese who organized the whole thing. And didn't get a lick of bourbon because I took it back to my room. And then this is the funny thing. So then um, we had a hospitality room that he organized. Okay. But we were also sharing the lodge with Colorado Christian College. Um, and I kept walking around looking for this hospitality room and running into a bunch of, like, college girls. And when you're in your collar and you walk into a group of people that aren't Catholic and, frankly, of the opposite <laughs> gender, it's like... What in the world do you want? And I'm like, I am looking for a bunch of other guys in black collars drinking. And they're like, they're not here. I'm like, okay. So, anyways. So, what's the difference between getting a stipend for confession and paying for indulgences? Different podcast. <laughs> okay. Different podcast. Edit that out, Becca. God bless the Lutheran. I do not want to go over an hour. You've yeah. been great. L.A., what? Hey, thanks What's up, LA? Thanks for coming, all eight of you, down to six. Oh, we all got right. a new guy. Oh, new guy. Some dude hey, from St. John's Seminary. I yeah. look forward to hearing about it. Yeah. What's your all name? Right. Uh, Nick Hoslett. My 2020 vision is failing me, but his name's Nick. <laughs> nice to meet you, We're going to meet him. All right, all right. folks. CatholicStuffPodcast at gmail.com. Like check, us on Facebook. Yep. Check out Word on Fire. Yeah. Uh, because we actually do appreciate those guys. Yeah, we do. Everything they do. Bishop Barron, you're a stud. We're on the same team. All right. All right. Bye, all. Love you. All right. God bless See you. you. See you. We'll see you tomorrow.